Welcome to the Bird's Eye View Podcast. I'm Jeff McLean here along with Zach Berman. And we're down here at the Novacare Complex getting ready for Sunday's big matchup between the Eagles and the Saints in New Orleans. And Zach, the last time we were there, 48-7. to I think many people thought that this team was dead. Obviously, they've been resurrected 6-1 and since that game. And great point underdogs, but a lot of people are giving them a shot in this game. What uh, if we look at this game closely um, before we delve into picks and all that other stuff? What if if the Eagles are going to win? What do they have to do to win? Red zone defense is going to be critical. Uh, the Saints were four or five in the red zone in that last game. Malcolm Jenkins has talked about this. When you play the Saints, you know they're going to move the ball. Uh, you know you can't go in there expecting to stop them. Right. It's just a matter of when they get down there, forcing a three and not seven. They're going to have to force a turnover. Uh, or or two, and then on offense, they can't fall so far behind that they're playing catch-up because this isn't the team you want to play catch-up against. No, certainly. And the Eagles were, o, uh, I guess the Bears were 0 for 3 in the red zone. Exactly. In last week's game, I think the Eagles had the number one ranked red they zone did. defense in the NFL. I think the Saints are second or third, something like that. So uh, you get fire versus fire in that matchup. But to me, when I look at it, um, I feel like the Eagles have to – I don't think there's any stopping, quote-unquote, through Breeze. I agree. But you do have to kind of force him into these third and long situations where the Eagles can kind of drop into his own, they can rush four, and they can take him off his first and second reads. If he throws, if he's got to throw longer than 2.5 seconds, he's just not going to be as successful. I mean, that's like any quarterback. But with, with Breeze, he's so um, surgical when it comes to his throwing, he's what, completing 74% mm-hmm. of his passes, that if he gets those first or second reads and the Eagles don't tackle or if they can't they can't stop the run on, on first and second down, then I think it's, it's lights out. Yeah, I agree with you wholeheartedly there. Uh, it's, it's why I think Eagles fans shouldn't be so optimistic about this game because, like you said, Drew Brees is that surgical. Uh, and if you don't get that pass rush to him, he has so many options. Uh, I mean, Michael Thomas is outstanding. Alvin Kamara out of the backfield. You know, he, he, they do a really good job of, of mixing different players, but those two in particular are so effective. And you have Mark Ingram running the ball, too. Uh, it's going to be a real tough game for the Eagles. I don't think I like Jim Schwartz's game plan in the first game. Now, look, I throw in the caveat that the Eagles were really hampered in the secondary. They were missing guys coming in. And they had new, you know, they had to put new guys in there, and all of a sudden they had a bunch of injuries too. The guys who replaced the original guys were also getting yep. hurt, so they were down to Craven LeBlanc, Shannon Sullivan, and Devontae Bowsby by the end of the game. But he puts the fair amount in that game. The book typically says don't blitz a lot uh, versus Breeze. He's historically, I think, he's better versus the blitz than when you when you don't blitz him. The other thing I didn't like was I felt like they focused too much attention to stopping Thomas and Kamara. Mm-hmm. thinking that, okay, if we take away those two guys, the other guys won't hurt us as much. Well, Drew Brees is the guy that's going to hurt you because he puts the ball, he places the ball so well on any receivers, on any of his receivers, that guys like, um, uh, it was, uh, was it Taquan Smith? Yeah, Traquan Smith, the Traquan Smith, he yeah. had a great game. Uh, Chris Kirkwood, is it Kirkwood? Mm-hmm. Uh, had a great game. So, to me, I don't know if, I, if that's what I would do again. And I don't know if I would blitz either. I mean, if you look at the Dallas game, uh, the one in which the Saints were held to 10 points. Breeze had his worst game. Dallas won. They only blitzed twice. And you broke that down on Philly.com. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah game you check it out. It should be out there soon. Um, 
So I don't know if I if I would play it that way uh, this time. I don't think Jim will. I think Jim said on, on on Tuesday when we spoke to him, he's like, you can't just go in with one plan of attack. You just got to mix things up on him and honestly just hope that something something hits. Uh, I don't know. Well, how would you try attack the Breeze? Yeah, so I, I wouldn't blitz, honestly. I would live and die with your four-man pass rush. If you're not getting home with four guys, it's going to be a long day. That's the reality of it. I mean, there's no sugarcoating it. But I think you need as much help on the back end as you can. Uh, I would try to keep them in front of you. Uh, force them to go on 12-play, 14-play drives. Uh, they're, they're, they're going to make plays, limit the big plays, live for third down in the red zone. That's, that's kind of what I would do. Yeah, he killed them on big plays mm-hmm. uh, last game. One of the areas in which when they were running, they really tacked them on the perimeter. Uh, we even saw uh, yep. there was an SI piece that said you know that uh, said tax Peter Jones. King was was uh, embedded with Steve, uh, Sean Payton in the offense, and they're like we're going to tax Sidney Jones first play. Mark Ingram right at that that yep. run gap, and he couldn't make the play. Now Sidney Jones isn't going to play <laughs> yeah. Sunday, most likely. I was going to so, say there's no Sidney Jones. So you feel a little right better now. about yeah. that situation, but it wasn't just Jones that they were attacking. They had a bunch of runs yeah. on the outside, and the Eagles couldn't handle them. Now the Eagles have been really good against the run over the last four games. I think they're only averaging two point five yards per carry so it seems like they've cleaned that some of that up it's not as sexy to sit there and look at the uh, how to run defend but you know a lot of it's run gap responsibility rallying to the ball uh, working effectively in waves if a guy does miss a tackle someone's there to back him up Great. but it's tough against guys like Mark Ingram and, and Alvin Kamara um, but I agree with you I think you have to make them work their way down the field you can't allow allow Breeze to throw the ball downfield and have these quick strike plays uh, but I, again I don't think I double Thomas and Kamara. No, but I, I do think that the secondary is in a better spot than they were in that last game. Uh, that's something that really jumps out to me is is Rasul Douglas is playing much better than he did then. Avante Maddox was a little shaky against the Bears, but I like the way he'd been playing. Uh, so I, I, I think they're in a better spot. And then even far down the line, you know, when you look at like Craven LeBlanc, that was his first game of the, of, yeah, he's of well. the season, I believe. He's played well. Trey Sullivan's getting a little bit more comfortable right now. So... I, I, I just think as a defense, Jim Schwartz is more comfortable in his game right now. Trey played very well against the Bears. If, if not for that that dropped uh, interception, I, he would have had a great game. And that's allowed the Eagles to play a lot of deep dime over the last month Yeah, or the so. heavy dime. And that was an effective uh, personnel grouping against the Bears. I wonder if they're going to use that again. Because I think Malcolm said something the other day about how like that's the type of guy, that's, that's the type of package you want to use when you have – Players that, that, that you can move around. I'm talking about offensive mm-hmm. players that can move around and play multiple spots. And for instance, you know, Tariq Cohen, you know, runs, yep. a, runs a receiver route tree. And Alvin Kamara can kind of do that too. You're right. The interesting thing about that is it takes Jordan Hicks off the field. Right. So, so you want to go with speed over size. Yes. Uh, and I think Jordan Hicks is is real valuable for the run defense, especially. But that being said, they played well against the Bears last week against the run without Hicks on the field that much. Right. So it, it goes to show you that that three safety package is, is is something that I think we'll see quite a bit. I mean, it's no surprise, though. And watching that game, I didn't find much fault in the four-man rush. I mean, there were maybe a few times they could have gotten home, but the ball was, no, just, I coming it. The ball yeah. was just coming out so quick. And, and it, it needs to be that way, though. Like, like, the Eagles are going to need to get home with that rush. The thing in that first Saints game, too, is they really didn't have a lot of depth then either. And... I think getting Jernigan back to give them quality snaps has really helped uh, the interior defensive line. Absolutely. And, look, to, to get the 
the Saints from having seven-man protections and, and to, you know, to give the Eagles maybe more one-on-one opportunities up front, they got to get out ahead. Mm-hmm. I mean, we saw the last game, three and out, and during that span, they just could not get off to good starts, and that just hurt them. Um, but the team right now has done a much better job getting out to early starts, and I think that's been key. Yeah, and, and look, the the Rams are the, the Rams' offense is different than the Saints, and Drew Brees is a better quarterback than Jared Goff. But I think what you saw against the Rams is what you're going to need when the Eagles beat them is what you're going to need to see here is you can't play catch up against them number one. No. Okay. Um. You, so you need to get off to a good start. You you need to make some plays on defense. They had three turnovers, I, I believe, in that Rams game. The Eagles three forced turnovers. That is. And they're, they're going to need to do that against the Saints um, because I don't think the Eagles have the firepower to go drive for drive with them. So I, I do think you're going to need to steal possession here and there. Well, but you also saw, I mean, in that first Saints game, it became rather quickly an avalanche. But So they held them to a field goal in the first possession. Mm-hmm. Then they went three and out. And then I believe the Saints came down and scored in the second possession. And then the then the Eagles actually held them, mm-hmm. and it then was, they scored, and then they got the ball back. So yep. they were still kind of within, uh, you know, within range, and they got the midfield, and Doug went for it, and had kind of a pretty bad play call, if you ask me. Well, what I remember, and and actually yeah. earlier than that, he probably should have been a little more aggressive. I felt I, like. I was just thinking that so the score was seventeen seven, and the Eagles had the ball, and uh, they had, they took a bad sack, right? Yes, um, but I actually now I'm thinking about the possession before that. Was Didn't they get to like they were just a near midfield and then and fourth down? Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. right. I don't think you need to get in a track meet with with the Saints, but I think you do need to take advantage of whatever opportunity you have. And look, I, I mean the the crowd. I don't think crowds win games, but or affect games as much as kind of fans make it seem sometimes. But I do think that when you're playing. In the dome in New Orleans on the road, that's a real thing. That like you, you don't want to fall behind. Where all of a sudden that that place is going crazy. Uh, you want to try to take them out of the game, right? Now we saw that in Chicago. I felt yeah. like that the cla- you know, that crowd was really into it early on, and then then they realized this this Eagles team was legit. Yep, and it was really hard for them to kind of get back in the game. And, and it's a factor. It's not a huge factor, but it's certainly a factor for the offense when you hear all that noise. Eagles are obviously practicing with crowd noise indoors this week. Um, do they need to run the ball? Do they need to run the ball? Let's say, like over. No, no, you're not going to get a hundred yards rusher from from these guys. But do they need to have like more than they did in, in Chicago, which wasn't much? No, yeah, and it's a great question because the Bears were number one rush defense this year. Saints were number two rush defense, uh, and the Eagles really didn't run well last last week. Um, so you can't say you need to commit to the run. I think the one thing they're going to need to do better than last week is they're going to need to be able to run when they need to run. Uh, so that seems like a, a general statement, but there are certain running downs where you can't get stuff to the line. You need positive yards, and I think that's what's going to need to happen. I don't think they need you know, 25 carries, but I, I don't think they can leave third downs on the field or, or if they get a good gain on first down – be stuffed at the line, you know, on second down and create a bad situation. I, I think that, or in the goal line, like you saw last week, first and second down, Sproles had no gain. Yeah. I don't think you can do. I think when when you commit to running, you, you you need to get positive yards. You wrote about this earlier in the week, but the one bright spot from that from that game against the Saints the first time was Josh Adams. Absolutely, and we haven't seen much of him at all. He had one snap against the Bears. 
Why do you think that is? Uh, yeah, so I think there are really three reasons for it. The, I think that the number one reason is that they trust Sproles. That uh, when when Adams was was really going for the Eagles, like twenty plus carries, two straight games, um, Sproles was out and then just coming back. So I think Sproles is at a point now where they want him to be the guy. Uh, he's he's their best pass catcher, best 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 pass blocker as well. Number two, Adams really wasn't affected down the stretch of the season. Uh, since that Rams game, he's been down to like two and a half yards per carry thereabouts. So, so that's a factor. And then three, he had a bad fumble against the Texans, and I think that leaves a bad taste in the mouth of the coaching staff. They didn't say that. That's me speculating here. But when you're when you're playing in in January, you can't have bad fumbles. And he had a bad fumble earlier this season too. That almost cost them again. Yeah, and that's why, you know, even though we all know what Wendell Smallwood is, but I think just. The fact that he's, he's been there before, he's a veteran, you feel probably a little more comfortable with him. I think he does a little good job of kind of finishing runs yeah. than Josh right now. So that's probably why you're seeing those two guys more than the other, more than Josh Adams. But I just wonder, you know, how much – I felt like they ran too much in the first half of the Bears game. I agree. And I think in this game you're just going to kind of first downs pass. Maybe, you know, maybe switch up your pitches a little bit. Yeah, and, and run when it's there. I mean, if look, if 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 Josh Adams is in this game and he's he's running for five plus yards a carry like he did that first Saints game, sure. By all means, run. I just think that's gonna be hard to do. Yeah, and I don't think we're gonna see Adams. Maybe a little bit here and there. Maybe because he maybe there's comfort, some confidence down there. Confidence yeah. that played well there. Maybe you give him a little bit of a touch here or there to see what happens, and then you ride him. I mean, I think a lot of times you hear this. Why'd you go with this guy? Well, he was the hot hand. So I think that could happen. Uh, maybe when it comes down to Sproles versus. Versus Adams. Um, what else do the Eagles have to do in offense, do you think, to, to kind mm-hmm. of win this one? What other matchups are ones you really like? Yeah, so, I mean, we obviously look at, at, at Foles, and I said last week that Foles needs to limit his turnovers. Um, he threw two, two first down, I'm sorry, two first half interceptions, and they still managed to win the game. Uh, so it doesn't kill you, but they still need a clean game from, from Foles. I think Foles needs to play better this week than he did last week in terms of the yardage output, in terms of really moving the ball. Um, Foles needs to have a strong game. I don't think they they win with a mediocre game from Foles. Uh, that jumps out number one. Uh, I look at Alshon as Alshon wasn't playing particularly well during that Saints game, that period of time. He's been coming on recently. He needs to be a threat here. They need to take advantage of Alshon's matchup. Foles, as we all know, his first playoff game was against the Saints. Mm-hmm. Left to feel with the lead. Left to feel with the lead. He wasn't great that game, but he wasn't bad. No, and he didn't. He had no interceptions that game. I believe he had two touchdowns, maybe two or three. I uh, and he had more. Of Riley and then Riley Cooper. Cooper that's what I was going to say. Riley didn't drop a wide yeah. open pass with with plenty of uh, green in front of him. So I think he took one bad sack mm-hmm. that took him out of that took him further out of field goal range. And, and Alex Henry, Henry, yeah, Alex Henry missed it. And that kind of hurt him a little bit early on. But I think for the, I mean, considering it was his first playoff game. At this point, you don't even worry about Foles and and the the moment. I agree. You know, if anything, he seizes the moment, right? You're yeah. He lives in the moment. <laughs> he, he lives in the moment. That's right. <laughs> He's staying in the moment this postseason. In case you haven't heard, yeah. But uh, yes, yeah, so I, I don't think. I mean, I, I'm not terribly concerned about Foles. I think he, there is that worry that he could always have make a couple mistakes. He's going to make mistakes. I think 
why, why you feel more comfortable about him is that he's just been able to kind of forget about him for the most part and, and play. We saw last week, I mean, he didn't play well for almost three quarters and all of a sudden just turned it on that last drive. Yeah, and I think their skill guys are playing really well right now too. I, I mentioned Alshon, but, I mean, during November, during that time, it was really just Zach Ertz who was playing well. But yeah. I, I think Nelson's playing with more confidence. Golden Tate's not playing a lot of snaps. You're but getting more out of him. You're, you're, you're getting more out of him. Um, you mentioned on the podcast the other day, Jordan Matthews gave them a, a, a you know some productive routes, right? Uh, I and, and then Dallas Goddard's really contributing. So I, I think if you're you know the same if you're Dennis Allen, the Saints' defensive coordinator right now, you're looking at a different Eagles offense than when you saw them last time. Absolutely. I mean, you know, we saw we talked about this last game. They did more eleven personnel than I thought <laughs> they would. But maybe this is the game where you you pull out more Goddard. He's your best blocking tight end right mm-hmm. now. And he just has a knack for getting open and, and for getting yards after the catch. We saw in that Bears game, first catch, it was the first catch, one of the maybe the second catch. He picked, basically picked up a first down on his own with his legs and his effort. So uh, he certainly could be an X factor. And, and I'll also say, too, that uh, we saw this last week in Chicago. The kicking game matters this time of year, too. I mean, like, like when I was doing keys to the game in early birds last week, I was wondering which kicker was – was going to make the mistake, you know, and Jake Elliott, to his credit, I, I think has been kicking pretty well, missed an extra point against uh, the, the Cowboys that was costly, but has had some clutch kicks, has had some big plays and uh, or some big kicks, and I think they're going to need a, a good game from the kicking game here too. Absolutely. Well, this will be our last podcast before the game. We're, we're doing one last this week because Zach – Came a father for the second time. <laughs> thank you, thank you. But we will be able to do one after the game. This, so I'm sorry for all our loyal listeners. I got out of Chicago quickly last week, but we'll be able to do yeah, one because he's in got New he had to worry about uh, baby being born. So uh, congratulations! Thank Zach. you very much. I appreciate that. And um, let's real quick. Let's give the picks. Yeah. So I am. Go. Uh, I said on this podcast last week that the team that or that I liked the Eagles against the Bears because the teams that hurt the Eagles. Have a quarterback who can neutralize your pass rush and take advantage of your secondary. Drew Brees is that kind of quarterback. I I can't pick against the Saints at home right now. I I know Nick Foles is something special going, but I'm going with the Saints by a touchdown. So it was an eight point spread last I saw. Yeah. And so I think the Eagles can cover, but I don't think they're close. I you, think it's Saints by a touchdown. You have them covering, okay. I've uh, seen I, I have the Eagles covering Saints by a touchdown. Yeah, I mean we're not going to see a repeat of the first yeah. game by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, not only just because of the odds, but of it happening again, but just because this team is playing better. We we see right now. Um, I thought this was the beginning year. I thought that this team would be gain, gaining momentum. I thought there would be a kind of a hangover period. I didn't see think it pl- would play out this way with Nick Foles yeah. in there as as opposed to Carson Wentz. But certainly he's injected some energy into this team. They're playing really well. Um, they're riding the wave. Their defense can can basically play with any offense, I think. I agree. Um, Although this is a good offense. That being said, this offense is better. And I just can't bet against Drew Brees at home. Mm-hmm. I, he's got a 133-something passer rating at home. It's like a career high. He's just so good there. So I'm going with the, the Saints, 30-20. to 20. Okay. But I, I, I will say this. I'm curious if you agree with me. If for some reason the Eagles pulled this off this week. They're in the Super Bowl. They're going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, they're going yeah. to the Super Bowl. It depends upon who they play there. Yeah. But I, yeah, Frank but I, Reich, <laughs> Andy, that would be a great story. And the Chiefs, that would <laughs> be, be a great story. story. But yeah, but I, I mean, I, I mean, going out to Los Angeles and winning there will be tough. No or, doubt about or it. Dallas. Or Dallas, Dallas. Be, you know, Saturday's also, game's gonna be interesting. But I just feel like this this team knows how to win in the postseason at this point, and there's a lot of talent in this team. We've said it all along. This yeah. is a good team. This is a really good team. They just needed something to spark them, 
And by some divine intervention, that being Nick Foles and him coming into this team, it sparked him. What's your pick Saturday? I got the Chiefs plus the points. I feel okay. like Andy with a week with a week to prepare. He's always great at that. I got the um, what's the other game? Well, it's, it's Dallas, the Rams Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. I, I got the Rams. You're the Rams. I, I, I think the I think yeah. the Cowboys. Uh, I don't think Goff is great, and typically in that kind of matchup, I look at the quarterbacks. But I don't love Dak either, so I, I'm going to go with um, Sean McVay there. And then on Sunday, the other game, I like the Chargers. So to pull it, off the upset. So if so, so you have if the Eagles win in New Orleans, you have them going to Los Angeles. Yes. Okay, I agree with you there. Yeah, I think they're going to be going to Los Angeles if they win, but I don't yeah. think they're going to win. But I don't think it's going. To I think over the four games, this is the yeah. least likely of, of for there to be an upset. We'll see. They're the underdogs. Yep. All right, guys. <laughs> Thanks a lot. We'll talk to you soon. That was the Bird's Eye View podcast.